Hello, my name is Dennis Deloach, and I'm the host of the Uncle Jim Effect podcast, and I'm going to welcome you to this episode, episode nine. Today is episode nine, the Friday focus on influence. We're going to talk today about influence, and that's kind of basically how all of this got started for me. I'm talking about uh, my Uncle Jim and how he influenced me in my life and the power of influence and how it can literally change your life or the lives of those around you by simply being a positive influence in people's lives. So first and foremost, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to watch. We're doing fantastic. I'm just so blown away each week by the number of views we're getting and the number of subscribers. Uh, on that topic, if you would, would you please hit the like button, uh, leave any comments or thumbs up that you have, and then uh, please subscribe to the podcast. We're going to continue to do this and try to create and bring value to you. So here we go. Friday focus on influence. So again, as I like to do all of these, I like to step back and start simple. I like to look at what is the definition of influence. So I want to make sure that uh, we start off on the same foot and that we don't take for granted uh, that maybe each of us has a different definition of that. But this is one that we use. And I'm going to write to uh, the dictionary. It says the influence is the capacity to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of someone or something. And I like that where it says it's the capacity to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of someone. So we all have the potential in our life or the capacity to influence all those we come in contact with. But do we choose to be an influencer for good? Do we choose to put our head down and not influence anybody for any reason? Or are we the opposite and are we a negative influencer? So I think it's important that we understand that in that definition of influence, we talk basically about three different things, uh, character, development, and behavior. And so we can influence people in their character, right? And character is probably one of the most important things that we have in life. And so we can influence people's character by uh, being an, uh, an example to them, by talking to them about things in life, by being an, uh, an example to them. It's always better uh, for people to see what you do and not hear you talk about what you should do. And so I think as we look at the capacity to influence people in their development or the uh, growth that they experience, that then makes them more effective at being influencers to other people and then their behavior. So I want to take a look at specifically three uh, people that came to my mind instantly when I thought about influencers. And these are people that were not uh, influencers. I think, I, let me step back. I wanted to say that it's easy to be an influencer like Michael Jordan. When you're so phenomenal at something most people look at you and you might not ever have contact with them, but you can influence them just with the sheer talent you have. But I think sometimes the best influencers are those that are the quietest and go about their daily routine and have the biggest influence or impact on lots and lots of people. And I think you'll agree with these three that I wanted to talk about. Uh, Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa uh, is... Uh, a small, diminutive, tiny little lady that lived into her 90s. 
who uh, was a nun and worked with the poorest of the poorest of the people in India. And uh, she's one that throughout history, that if she'd had her way, no one would have ever known who she was other than the people she served. So we're going to kind of talk about her just a tiny bit. Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela spent, I believe it was 27 years in prison for just his political beliefs that all men should have the equal opportunity in uh, South Africa and how he changed a country based on the influence he had and quietly, again, was in prison. And Mahatma, Mahatma Gandhi uh, and how he affected the people of India and how he literally fought for their freedom as a simple, quiet influencer of how people should react and treat others. And so those three people, as we look at influencers, I think those people have literally influenced, I say millions of people, probably hundreds of millions of people have heard, felt, or been a part of their story and have changed their life. So I think it's important to look at those three people. Let's look at some of the characteristics those three people have because we don't want to reinvent the wheel. You know, success leaves clues. And these three people that we're talking about were successful and tremendous influencers influencers for good in different areas of life. So let's talk about some of the characteristics of these people. There's going to be five uh, specific ones that we talk about. The first one is obviously what jumps out to me first is passion. Those three people, the passion they had for their cause or the, the thing that they were committed to has got to be strong. So to be an influencer in someone's life, what you're talking to them to them about or trying to influence them, and you have got to have a passion, a burning desire, or that cause has got to be well-known and it can't be manufactured. This has to be something that you're very passionate about uh, and that people can sense or feel from you, not so much even what you have to say. The second thing of these five main characteristics I see of these great influencers, specifically those three I mentioned, is that they see the God-given potential of others. So to be an influencer, we're usually influencing people that need or have the ability to elevate their game or to lift themselves up or to become better or to grow and, and to achieve uh, more success or results in life. And so being able to see the God-given potential of others is such a phenomenal gift that all of us should strive to get because it really makes us see the value that other people bring and maybe not focusing on their weaknesses or shortcomings. The third characteristic I saw of those three marvelous people that I talked about is they're tenacious. They never gave up. And 27 years in prison, we talked about with Nelson Mandela. That's that's the definition of never giving up. Mother Teresa, I don't know the exact number of years she spent in the, the worst poverty in the world with the poorest people in the world, but I, I know it was decades and decades and decades, and it had to be so frustrating and, and defeating, and yet she never gave up. And uh, Gandhi, uh, for decades fought for the freedom and the people of India. And so that's the, the third characteristic is to be tenacious and never give up. The fourth one is to have inner confidence or to know who you are. And as we know who we are uh, and we're comfortable in our own skin, 
it becomes easy for us to, to not try to portray something we're not. And so we basically can then allow what's inside of us with an inner peace, an inner confidence to do what we were born to do and what we know is the right thing to do. And so the fifth and final thing, and there's a lot more characteristics they have, but really the ones that jumped out to me, this fifth one uh, is kind of a general one, but I like it the most, and it's that they are a team player. That basically they are willing to do whatever it takes for the team or their cause or for the God-given potential to be uh, actually magnified or highlighted in the cause that they're doing. And so to be a team player means you do whatever it takes. You don't need to have the glory. You don't need to have the spotlight on you. You just do the dirty work or you do whatever it takes every day to uh, be a team player. And, and one thing that's important, I think, in this concept, and it's meant a lot to me in my life, is leadership is born out of influence, not out of authority. And so we've all had coaches or friends or bosses or in any area of life where there are people that have ruled with an iron fist or demanded things from you. And they can get results that way. Typically, it's not long term. And typically, you know, you have subjects and not followers. And so leadership is born out of influence. The more you are a tremendous influencer and building people up, that's leadership. And they say a lot of times leadership is determined not by the power or authority you have, but by the number of followers you have. And so if you're a true leader and a true influencer, influencer, then people know because there are people that follow you. Uh, one of the great uh, thinkers of our time, I believe, is John Maxwell. And he's done a lot on uh, the area of influence. And he talks about seven factors that influence influence. And I want to talk about those a little bit just to see if we can broaden our understanding of influence. Some of these apply a lot more directly to the type of influence I'm talking about. But again, I want to bring this to you and create value to you. And, and John Maxwell has been a, a phenomenal mentor to me from afar on a lot of the things he talks about. And the first one he talks about of the seven factors that influence influence and apply these in your own uh, life and see how they uh, apply to you. But the first one is character. You know, who is the person that's trying to be an influencer? If you have no character and if you have built up no goodwill with these people, and you're not honest and you haven't done things uh, above board, then you're probably not going to have a tremendous amount of influence with people. And so it's important to have good character and to walk the walk and not just talk the talk. And so character is critically important for people to be influenced by you and to follow you. The second one is relationship. You know, who are you to this person? Uh, are you creating and building a relationship? Are you not interested in a relationship or what is the relationship you have with this person you're trying to influence? Obviously, the more that we can create trust, the more that we can create a relationship that they understand that we care about them, the more impact you're going to have as an influence in, in their life. And the third one of these factors that influence influence, according to John Maxwell, is knowledge. The area that you're talking about or trying to be an influencer, how much knowledge do you have in that area? So if you're 
example, trying to be an influencer at work and you're a CEO, what is the knowledge you have in running a business of marketing, of uh, sales, of operations, of all of those things? What knowledge base do you have? Uh, knowledge won't, just because you have knowledge doesn't mean people are going to follow you or do anything for you. But if you have a working understanding and a knowledge of an area, then you have the potential again or the capacity to become a good influencer. And the fourth one is intuition. And that is what does that person feel or what do they feel when they're around you? You know, what is it that you, what intuition do you have to, in this uh, area, what intuition do you have in just seeing things around you? And, and then what is it that they have in their mind as they're around you and see what, what it is that you stand for? Uh, the fifth thing is experience. You know, it's hard to be a, a, a tremendous influencer in business, as an example, if you have no experience in business or as a CEO or a leader. It's hard to be an effective uh, influencer in marketing in a business if you've never marketed before. And so people want to know what experience do you have? What do you bring to the table? And why is it I should listen to you? And I think the more influence we, the more experience we have in life, meaning I've made mistakes and I've learned from those mistakes, that to me creates a tremendous amount of experience and or potential or capacity to influence people for good. Sixth, in our factors that influence influence, according to John Maxwell, is what past success have you had? I understand you're talking about, again, in our example of being in business or a CEO, what success have you had in the past uh, in that capacity? So the more success you've had in certain areas, the more at least upfront influence potential you're gonna have for these people, but everything in influence is about what have you done for me lately? So specifically past success gets you in the door and gets these people to watch you, continued success, continued leadership, continued focus, and all of these things that we've talked about today will continue your path on to becoming an effective influencer. And finally, the seventh factor in influencing influence, according to John Maxwell, is our ability. What abilities do we bring to the table? And are we able to accomplish things that we set out to do? No matter what we think, no matter what we do, we're all judged by our ability to get results. Our ability to get results is the ability we bring to the table, and that creates the ability to influence. I want to I close here and talk about a quote by Zig Ziglar. And it talks about the importance of influence. And, and I, it, it's so important. I'm gonna, I wanna read this, make sure I don't miss any words. He says, you can have everything in life you want if you will but help enough other people get what they want. And so that, when I first heard that quote years and years ago, I thought that's not true. You know, if I, if I want uh, more money in life, as an example, I have to help other people get more money. If I, if I want uh, more success in life, I have to help other people get more success. And and that, as a young person, I thought that uh, that I I didn't know if that was true or not. And then over the decades I've had in my business life and personal life and social life and financial life, all of those areas of life, 
I've understand that that is absolutely 100% unequivocally truth that whatever you want in life, the more you help other people get, the more you will receive. I believe that intentionally influencing others in a positive uplifting manner is the best way we can help others get what they want. And so how do we know what other people want? We have to talk to them. We have to build a relationship. We have to build trust. And we have to listen. I have usually and typically not been a good listener in my life. About two or three years ago, I made a concerted effort to become a better listener and focus on understanding what people say and not thinking about how I'm going to respond to them. And I'll tell you, that is a tough drug to overcome. I have made tremendous strides and I'm a better listener now than I used to be. I'm not a good listener yet, but I have committed to that. And I've noticed that the better at listening I become, the more I truly care about the people I'm communicating with and the more interest they have in me. That then creates uh, goodwill for me to understand truly in their hearts, what is it they want in life? What are their dreams? What are their goals? What results do they want? And as I can help them in any way possible to influence them in any one of these areas we've talked about, to reach those dreams, I now have created success in my own life because now I've become a mentor of these people. And it is amazing in life when you're doing good for other people, how the areas of your life that you've declared to be 10X goals or areas you've declared to be dreams and results you want, it's amazing how the providence or the universe or Heavenly Father opens doors for you that actually lead directly to where you need to be at the right moment, at the right time for that opportunity. Uh, I know it's true. I believe it. I've seen it in action. And I challenge you to, to, to live that and to help other people accomplish what they want in life. And then what you want in life will absolutely come to you. I'm so thankful and grateful for you to take the time. Uh, life is busy. And for you to take time out of your day twice a week to listen to these podcasts means the world to me. I commit to you that I'm doing the best I can to present uh, value to you in areas that I have seen change my life and those people that I've served over uh, my many years in life. Uh, I wish you uh, tremendous happiness this Christmas season. We're uh, Today is the first day of December, and uh, we're starting that uh, journey into where all of us Humans and mankind seem to be a little kinder to each other. And we seem to look out for each other a little more to notice when somebody needs something. I challenge you to uh, try to create some value for somebody that can do absolutely nothing for you. And that, to me, will be uh, the best gift you can get this holiday season. Thank you. Again, hit the uh, like button. Uh, please subscribe to the podcast. That allows us to grow. And until next week, uh, have a great weekend. Be safe and God bless.